Hey everybody, welcome back to Stream Weavers, the podcast that where that where um, Maisie and I watch movies on your favorite streaming services, and uh, you can follow along with us or not. Maybe we're recommending you something you've never heard of or even fathom that you would watch. That's pretty much what we do every week. <laughs> um, Maisie, how the hell are you? I am great. How the hell are you? I'm great. We're recording on a Sunday morning, which is kind of nice. Lazy Sunday. Uh, we both That's just true. had breakfast. It's, it's hot outside. I'm in a hoodie, but I'm inside. Oh, same. We both have coffee. I love being in a hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. What does that mean? What does that break down to? <laughs> <laughs> what does it say about me? <laughs> um. So... I'm going to jump right into it. I went to the theater this week. What did you see? I freaking... Well, did I talk about... I think I've seen two movies since we recorded last. I saw Spider-Man Far From Home. You didn't talk about that one. All right. Um, To be honest, <laughs> second favorite Spider-Man movie ever. It was so good. What's I'll, the first favorite Spider-Man movie? End uh, of the Spider-Verse, which... Even if you're not a Spider-Man fan, please watch that movie. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's amazing. I cried. I laughed. The voice acting is incredible. Um, Miles Morales is one of my favorite Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Um, yes. Uh, and then, so, we were literally eating dinner, and I was being a bad girlfriend, and I was like, told my boyfriend, I was like, yep, Endgame has left theaters. We'll never see it in theaters. It comes out in two weeks. Just deal with it. Because um, I wanted to go see Midsummer, directed by Ari Aster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very excited for it. I still really want to go see it, but I had some guilt weighing on me because when I was looking up Showtimes, I saw that Endgame was still playing, and it was the reissue with, like, the added 30-second scene. So I admitted... What? Oh, yeah, and the scene is not worth it. If you watch Endgame in theaters or literally, like, probably today or the next... It, it'll be gone by the time this episode comes out. But it was so not worth it. It was so awful. Not the movie. The movie was incredible. We went and saw Avengers Endgame. That's the end of that story. I I copped to... <laughs> I quit being bad girlfriend. And I copped to that I knew that Endgame was still playing in theaters. And I saw it. But it was really wonderful. Um, not a whole lot to say about it other than... I mean, you get what you pay for. Like, it's very cut and dry. There's no... Yeah. I cried, like hard cried. It gave me a migraine. So. Oh, no, that's the worst. Oh, yeah. Like, I paid for a migraine that day. <laughs> I did. But honestly, <laughs> the only spoiler I'll give is that there is this awesome, and I don't use this word lightly because I know it sounds ridiculous, but girl power scene. Mm hmm. Where, like, Spider Man, well, shit we're gonna have to cut that out no. editing Maisie. <laughs> actually the spoiler ban has been lifted but um a character's like are you sure you can make it alone and the girl's like oh i have backup and literally every female in the marvel universe like comes to her side and i was like oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah i just screamed that was awesome. yeah it was metal. Just like that <laughs> in yeah. the theater <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was uh, really dope, though. <laughs> well, John and I, last night, nope, day before yes, Friday night, it's Sunday today. Hi, editing Maisie. Friday night, John and I had plans to go see The Lion King, 
which is the only Disney remake I'm excited about. And and uh, we went out to eat and went and had ice cream with some friends. So we were like, yeah, we'll do it later. We're tired. So we didn't see it, but I still it's still on my list. Oh, yeah. I, we just don't go to the theater that often. I didn't until Eric was like, I'm so glad I'm with a girl that likes to watch movies because now we can go to the theater all the time. And I didn't have the guts to be like, well, I did. I was like, actually, I'm terrified of movie theaters because they keep getting shot up. So I never go to the theater. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I obviously like movies and we like going. It's just our schedules are opposite. Well, and it makes it hard. <laughs> and it feels like an ordeal. Like, okay, we, all right. So our game plan was to eat ramen initially and then drive like 15 minutes over to the theater where Midsummer was playing. But since we changed mm-hmm. it up, we had like two hours to kill. So we walked through Opry Mills Mall, which, fun fact, if you don't live in Nashville, it's an obscene amount of consumerism in your face. Um, but it's cool. Uh, <laughs> That's the one that was flooded for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the aquarium restaurant busted open. There were like fucking sharks everywhere. In my head. Someone told me that, oh, and now I'm just, like... Fired Sharknado. I've pictured... Yes, I've, like, pictured Crawl, but with the aquarium restaurant. <laughs> which I really want to go see, but... Um, okay. But, uh... But, yeah, so we went there. The theater is really nice. Um, it's really expensive. There was a bar there, but not going to make... Actually, I am. The bartender only served the pretty girls that were going to see Lion King, so whatever. Not mad. <gasps> trash yeah it was garbage but um that was garbage but the movie was great um god there was something else (sighs) i just totally lost what i was gonna say but um it is the same theater uh where i snuck into my first r-rated movie though legally snuck didn't i showed my id the cops thought i was 32 and had a fake id I was 17 the day before turning 18, anyways. That's so rude. It was really weird. They were like, you're not 32. Your ID says you're 32. And I was like, I'm not. I was one day away from turning 18. Trash. <laughs> Nashville's a weird place, y'all. Um, <laughs> God. Um, I did watch movies at home, though. I saw. What did you watch? Violet? I saw 8th Grade, directed by Bo Burnham. Um, That's crazy. That I remember was, when he was just doing, like, stand-up with a piano. I know. I am the left brain, or right brain. <laughs> Is it the right brain? That's the normal one, and the other one likes Oreos and pussy. I don't remember. I think it's the right brain that likes... Nope, I think it's the left. Who knows? What Who are knows? we doing? <laughs> Why does it matter? <laughs> Go burn him to the best. Yeah, um, eighth grade was amazing, though. I'm honestly so bummed that I watched it and didn't save it for this week. Uh... That's my choice, because it was I'm just... I'm glad we did that, too, because it's one of those that... Sorry, I've done the hair in my mouth. Um, <laughs> I, oddly enough, saw uh, ads on my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Which is a new thing for me, to have movie ads on my Instagram story. Yeah. But, so, it was on my list. It's really, now, really I'll just, good. I'll just watch it on my own time. Yeah, bite the bullet, because it was, it was really amazing. Um, yeah, I've... None of the good things to say about it. I was impressed. Good job, Bo Burnham. I watched the trailer. It made me emotional. So I can only imagine what the movie would do. It's so, so heavy for girls. Oh, God. I've never, that sounds dumb, but, like, 
Oh, I just can't imagine like so many. Well, so many situations in that movie. I was like, wow, this is like life. This is real life. This is well. It's totally. And this is very obvious statement because we're in our mid twenties, mid to late twenties. But it's so different than it was when we were in eighth grade. But I felt like I was in eighth grade watching her when I saw she had eyeliner on the bottom of her. her <laughs> right, and then I love that she says like at the end they showed in the trailer but whenever she's finished recording a youtube video she's like gucci and i was like oh you can just tell like i just look back at eighth grade me and as like anti cool kid as i was because i very much like just fought yeah cool kids for quite a few years but there's always that like pit in the bottom of your stomach where you see these girls and you're like i wonder what it's like yeah. To be that way and just be so effortless, effortlessly cool. I think I'm going to retract my earlier statement where it's totally different because it's exactly the same. There's just different obstacles. Which is insane. Like, I cannot imagine. Uh, there was a girl I work with um, and she was like, I have to go to the school after our safety committee meeting because uh, someone is bullying my daughter and putting photoshop pictures of her up on instagram there was oh. an instagram dedicated to bullying kids at these schools what is that not do? It, it get a job <laughs> right <laughs> and i just i i was like man like myspace was big when i was in that era so i can't imagine the level yeah. that so social media overwhelms me now and i'm almost 30 like, I get too, I'm like, oh, nope, got a <laughs> Kids are also, uh, I was talking to someone in my office about it. Kids are also so much smarter, I feel. Um, I, that's 100% correct. My friend's child can, like, operate her phone. Yes, and, like, okay, so he's not even three, right? Not even three. And he FaceTimed John. I don't even Not know how to use FaceTime. Like, <laughs> when I was three, I was, like, concerned about, like, what color my turds were coming out of my body. <laughs> like, I, I was, was not. Crayon, so, I mean, clearly <laughs> I would color my front two teeth because they were the really? biggest. Most space to work with. That's so funny. I was talking about, uh, since we're, I guess this is the school episode. No, um. Oh, God, kill me. No, um, I was talking about one of the first times I ever got detention was, this is, you want to talk about how, like, desperate kids for, get for bullying. I had really long hair growing up. Like, I looked like the little girl from Poltergeist. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I will find a picture of, like, six-year-old Violet to put on the Twitter um, to show my comparison to the Poltergeist kid, but... Um, I remember I was in art class in, like, the first grade, and this girl with, like, short hair, she looked like Betty Boop, she was so cute, but she was a bitch, so whatever, um, <laughs> but she was making fun of me for my long hair, and she's like, you need to cut it, you'd be so much cuter with short hair, and so I was just so fed up, and I looked at her, and I was like, yeah, what if I did, and I, like, picked up my safety scissors, and she was like, do it, you yeah, won't, and so I just took, like, a piece of my hair, and I cut it, 
and my teacher saw and lost her mind. It wasn't like I cut all of my hair. I literally just took, I was like, whatevs. Yeah. It's my hair. Boom. I cut it. But I got detention and, like, got into a huge amount of trouble. They sent me home for the day. And I just remember my parents being like, you didn't cut a lot of it. (laughs) Like, I just. What an overreaction. (laughs) They freaked out. They lost their minds. I think maybe because they were more afraid that I would cut somebody else's hair, you know? But, yeah, it was. That seems. I feel like, I feel like nowadays, though, like, everyone's just like, why? Just, shh. Just calm down. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Nowadays, they'd be like, why do you feel like you did that? Take the scissors away from Violet and she'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. She'll be good. Teach her to eat glue. (laughs) Mazes in the corner coloring our teeth. <laughs> Detention. No, um, I went to some we weird schools, though. I was in the same grade school, middle school, and high school. All like I saw the same people's faces every day for like fifteen years. Your graduation must have been so emotional. Um, it was kind of cool, but it, <laughs> it was kind of cool. Well, listen to this bullshit. So the day we were graduating, like actually walking mm-hmm. on stage, you know, and this, okay, this was in Tennessee. This is the South. Cowboy boots are freaking everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I borrowed my friend's cowboy boots and freaking Miss Harris, who worked in, I don't even know what she does. She was like the vice principal's assistant for the vice principal. And she had a big power moment and she saw me with my cowboy boots and was like you cannot walk in cowboy boots and everyone so we were lined up alphabetical order my last name started with a p Mm -hmm. so i had to walk by everyone carrying the boots with no shoes on in a dress and a gown and a cap and everyone's looking at me like what's happening because we've all known each other for so long they're like what's going on like what's, what's happening and i was like well i guess i can't walk see you guys later like i made a really you know me, I don't like confrontation yeah. at all, and I made, like, a really big notion about it, and I was like, well, okay, I'll see you at the after party, because I can't walk, because I got cowboy boots, and I'm like, oh my god, like, everybody's pissed, and a girl let me borrow her, like, <sighs> I'm not a heel person, but they're, like, five-inch black suede heels with, oh, like, man. a really skinny heel, and I walked, and I didn't die. Um, I forgot why I was telling that story. Bullies are mean, and they can come in the form of teachers. So, so true. I find had, someone to talk to. <laughs> truly, I had what a. Are we doing? I don't know. I had a teacher that called me. Um, I guess this would be giving away my my last name, kind of. Whatever. Um, he uh, he told the other kids to call me Sarah Smelliot. <laughs> yeah, he had to apologize to me. In front of the guidance counselor. And then he was fired? And then he... No, well, I just got moved math classes. He was such a prick. I don't even remember his name. He's so not important. I hope his wife hates him. Probably, like, was he older or younger? Huh? Oh, he was an older dude. Oh, well, that's not acceptable. Uh, Yeah, he was, like, a football coach. But, like... Oh, he's a football coach? Fuck off. Typical. Like, my my high school experience was so, so breakfast club, it hurt. 
Like, yeah. I hated it. Because everyone was like, I don't like the Breakfast Club because nobody's school is really like that. And I was like, ha ha. Ha 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 ha. I got, like, physically bullied, too. Like, as a, like, 16-year-old girl, so. Well, look who's on top now. That's right. You can have lunch with me anytime, Violet. I have two podcasts. I work for a solar panel component company. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> so that was what I'm we saw at the movies. Manager, Damn I it. give band aids to people. <laughs> um, he's probably still a football coach. No, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> um, football coach. Uh, so yeah, that was our segment where we talk about our lives. <laughs> about schools that's what we saw at the movies this week (laughs) all right you guys guys let me tell you these two movies that were picked (laughs) tell them wow (laughs) wow okay i need to i think i talked about it last episode but i have seen charlie countryman before yes why have you seen that? I put it in my notes. Do you want to talk about Charlie Countryman first? We can. I just want to um, hear about your obsession with Mods Mickelson. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Spread over. Like, it, it's just never ending. Like, my love for Moss Mickelson is never ending. Because even though, uh, spoiler alert, he is the villain in this movie, I'm mm-hmm. defending him. Of course you were. The whole time. I, I was just like, you know what she's just mad at him because he's like a drug dealer i don't know i was just <laughs> loved and right um he's gorgeous he has the best jawline in the entire world um wow. that's true wow I've, i like i like his long hair versus his hannibal short hair wow yeah oh he like <laughs> he's beautiful um he's literally the prettiest man i've ever seen like he looks like a fucking painting um but uh, I had seen this before, but I was ni- I am 92% sure that I was stoned out of my gourd the first time. Because I wow. was seeing things and remembering things and being like, I just, I just remember watching this high. Um, but in like 2015, I went through this really weird period. It was like three months long where I watched every Moss Mickelson movie known to man. I've seen like seven of his Dutch movies. Whoa. Oh my gosh. If you ever get the chance to see The Hunt, it's incredible. Hands down. I've heard of that, though. Huh? I've heard of that, though. I haven't seen it. It is hands down his best movie that he's ever done. Um, Ooh. It's mind blowing. So I definitely recommend that. Um, but Maisie, do you want to tell us about Charlie Countryman or am I telling you about Charlie Countryman? No. I, well, we can start. And then here's the thing. So. Over this past couple weeks, I've had like a summer head cold. And so there's one day that I call out of work and I literally watched both of these movies on the same day. And I was like, I'm just gonna not take notes and just like try to be in it and not be distracted. Because if I take notes and I look at my phone and it's just like a whole thing. So um, I didn't take notes this time, but I feel confident in that statement. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, I picked my pick last week for this week's episode was the unnecessary, the necessary death of Charlie Countryman. If you try to search it though, you can just look up Charlie Countryman. Um, it is on Netflix and I picked it because I'd recently watched American Honey 
starring Shia LaBeouf, which I also think is on Netflix. And I was so mad at it because it was trash. And I love Shia. I support him, I think, for the most part. I hope he's okay now. But uh, I really wanted him to redeem himself, even though this movie came out first. So I picked Charlie Countryman. And then I saw the rest of the cast. And I was like, this should be interesting. Because it's got um, Evan Rachel Wood, uh, Moss Mickelson, as we said. And then what's his name? Rupert Grant. Rupert Grant, who I'm terrified of and hate with every fiber of my being. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, Violet hates him. We have to watch it. So, Also, yes. as as far as the cast go, John Hurt is the narrator. Aubrey Plaza plays the ex-girlfriend. Alyssa Leo plays his mom. Vincent D'Onofrio plays the guy named Bill. And Till Schweiger plays the strip club owner, Darko. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, Till Schweiger is big in my life for Inglorious Bastards. He plays Hugo Stieglitz. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. The guy okay. throat punches that guy to death. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And also, um, one of my favorite movies, uh, SLC Punk, starring Matthew Lillard. If you haven't seen it, find it. It's hard to find, but it's so worth it. He plays this guy that likes to talk a lot when he sells you drugs. It's so, he's incredible in that movie. That movie is incredible. You would love it. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Till Schweiger. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what's that other movie you said? Oh, SLC Punk or Inglorious Bastards? No, no, no. The last one. SLC Punk. Mm. Yeah. I don't think it's available on any streaming services. You might be able to rent it on Amazon Prime, um, which it's worth it. I've, it's incredible. Is it in a different language? No. SLC. Yeah. Salt Lake City. It's about the early era, like punk kids. I'm just saying some of his titles are. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's German, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to find that one. Um, Yeah. So I was entranced by the cast and i really wanted shia to redeem himself to me personally but the necessary death of charlie countryman is a drama thriller from 2013 it's rated r uh imbd says 6.4 out of 10 rotten tomato says 29 percent and i don't know the telegraph i don't care about her (laughs) who is she who is she um so the synopsis is in Romania an American tourist falls for the estranged wife of brutal gangster Maj Mikkelsen um yeah what a what a ride this movie was (laughs) truly um I only have one trivia fact for it yeah Shia LaBeouf actually dropped LSD to make that scene more realistic there's a scene where they I don't see. I believe it. Yeah, I was just like, I took a lot of notes for this one, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, None of them are very cohesive. Um, well, that's how it goes when you watch a movie and try to take notes. Yeah, it is kind of difficult, I've noticed. I didn't take many notes for Colossal at all, because I was... Yeah. Um, But uh, <laughs> for this one, I... I was just as confused the first time. It's... 
I summarize it as a two-hour-long version of the Bitch Better Have My Money music video. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. Moss Mickelson plays a drug dealer. Um, it's a pretty wild ride. It is. So, the movie starts off. This is not a spoiler because it's in the first five minutes. That's the rule that I made up. It's not a spoiler if it happens in the first five minutes. Uh, Charlie's mom dies. Do we know how? I forgot. It's some kind of disease. It's a thing. It's not an accident. It's like something she's been sick with for a while, right? Absolutely. Okay. And And Vincent Vincent D'Onofrio takes in there to watch his mother die. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because as soon as he came on, I was like, that's the Law and Order guy. But apparently that was like his stepdad or someone. Like not anyone. Yeah. Not really a father to him. Because his mom dies. He goes to the hospital. He's like in the hallway. He's upset, obviously. And um, his mom shows up next to him and is like, I'm obviously paraphrasing. But she's like, you need to, you know, don't worry about me. Sorry, I wasn't the best mom, but you should go to, what's it called? Bucharest. Bucharest, okay. And he's like, Bucharest, really? Not Budapest? And she's like, no, 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 just go to Bucharest. It's going to be great. He's like, okay, all right. So he gets on this plane to go to Bucharest, and he starts talking to this guy sitting next to him who's got a really thick Romanian accent. And, uh, um... You know, he's kind of like picking his brain and the guy from Mo- Mo- Romania. Why did I want to say Morocco? <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Romania had just been in Chicago where Charlie was living because he wanted to go see the Cubs. Which is he's always. It's really cute. Well, and he, this comment, this was the biggest note is he's like, we like the Cubs, even though we know they would never win a World Series. Mm-hmm. Plot twist in 2016, right, Cubbies won the World Series. And yes, I'm right. a Cubbies fan before they won the World Series. So don't get me on that shit. Pinky up. I was a Cubbies fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that scene was pretty cute. That was cute. Um, yeah, and then... Well, so the whole sent on a wild ride, yeah, to give this hat back to this guy's daughter, right? But it's like a hat that you think is for a kid, yeah. And spoiler alert, it's for uh, Evan Rachel Wood, a who's a girl gr- player, who's a grown ass woman <laughs> who's got a big ass career. <laughs> In the orchestra in Romania. Who's <laughs> yeah. also dating a drug dealer for some reason. Who's <laughs> also been married to a drug oh, yeah. dealer. It's, sorry, they're married. But, but now they're not speaking, and he's pissed. So basically, Charlie goes to Romania to um, try to, I don't know, find solace in the fact that his mom has passed away, and then he just gets sucked into this whirlwind of falling in love drugs falling in love with the cello player having to dodge her crazy um hot 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 to violet (laughs) (laughs) drug dealer husband which like we never really know what he's actually dealing 
he's um, mad. Like he's just mad all the time. He's just always got a gun in his hand. Um, he Charlie is like, I don't under look. I am not directionally focused at all. Like John will drive us from place to place. So I'm like, how did we get here? Like if it's not in my everyday mm-hmm. commute, I don't know where I'm going. And I've lived here for almost three years. Mm-hmm. Charlie is in Romania for like. I don't know, like a week, as far as the length of the movie is what it feels like. Yeah. And he's like running from street to street, from hostel to the opera house to the freaking party. And like, he just knows where to go. And I'm thoroughly impressed. And he's always running from get to point A to point B. He's never like, I'm just walking around. No, with like a cool soundtrack and so. Yeah, he's got stuff to do. Sometimes there's lights, like the car lights slow down and get whooshy when he's on LSD, so that's fun. Um, but he's, he goes to a hostel in Romania, and his roommates uh, happen to be uh, Carl and Luke, which are hilarious names. But uh, Luke has, like, my favorite British guy haircut. Like, Joe Gilligan has it in a movie that I've never uh-huh. seen. But- it's kind of, like, split in the front. Yeah, but also, like, blunt bangs. He's got, like, Betty Page bangs. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he's <laughs> Yeah. But they're both... So, this was the hilarious part to me. Um, he goes in the room with this hostel, or in this hostel, and the Luke and Carl are his roommates. Luke is played by James Buckley, and Carl is played by Rupert Grant. And we don't see Carl right away, but when he comes in, he's, like, super buff. Like, Ron Weasley is super buff like, in this movie. And, he's like, sweating. stoic. He's sweating. He's, like, Ugh. silent. Violet probably vomited. But um, it's just funny to see because he was, like, supposed to be the stoic one, I think. Well, and really? he's a porn star in training. That's what it is. Yeah, he's training to be a porn star. Mm-hmm. He went, oh, what was his name? I should have wrote it down. Oh, oh no. I. <sighs> it was so bad. I have to Google it. Ron Weasley's porn name. Nope, nope. Reaper Grin. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah, name. please don't. Please don't. No, I did it again. I typed in Rupert Weasley. Rupert <laughs> It's like Dick something. I'm really nervous to type in porn nickname. I know. It's Dick something. I literally can't remember. Dick, like, God. I editing crazy while we look up a name and I say Dick 37 times. Um. (sighs) Boris Pecker. Oh, I just saw it. Okay. You win. Oh, so I did not know this until I just read this. I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or what. This movie is very fast-paced. It is, it moves kind of a mile a minute for me. I don't know if that's because I was kind of drunk when I watched it the second time and it was really high the first time I saw it. But, but um, so he kind of befriends his roommates and they go out on the town and they lace um, Shia LaBeouf's beard with LSD. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, oh, we laced your beard, dude. <laughs> and he's like, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> yeah, please don't. But they go to a strip club, 
and they get booted out. The strip club is also run by Till Schweiger. His name is Darko. Way cool. Yeah, and they go to pay their tab, and they're like, that's $9,000. Well, yeah, and then Rupert Grant creams in his pants because of Yeah, that's why. I just read on that website that I Googled that he did that because he overdosed on Viagra. Yeah, they said that in the movie. Okay, okay. I must have been, yeah. (laughs) Checked out. (laughs) No, because he... He had taken the Viagra for his job. Ah. Yeah, and he was supposed to take, like, I don't know how it works, like, one or two, but apparently it took, like, a handful, which I don't know how that works medically, but I sound, feel like that would kill you. Uh, but it didn't kill him. It made him really uncomfortable for a really long time, and they're like, well, let's just go get hammered. And they're like, okay, great. And they're like, well, let's go to a strip club, so maybe that'll help you. And then... He gets a dance, and then that happens, and they're like, well, we got to upcharge you because that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> blame them, though. I think I would charge Rubik Grant $9,000 for truly jizzing on one of my strippers. All right, this is a weird Um, so This is a weird movie. <laughs> I literally, let's see. All of my notes are so funny. I was like, I hate, 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 hate Ron Weasley. He's terrifying to me in this movie. Um, this is like one long music video that doesn't end. Hugo from Inglorious Bastards is the strip club owner. Ah! Um, <laughs> and I don't know how far we want to get into the movie. Do we want to get to the necessary death of Charlie Countryman? Yeah. It's from 2013. Okay. Um, one, the sex scene. Uh, that caught my attention immediately, but not because of the actual scene. It's because the soundtrack was the XX, which is one of my favorite bands that is baby making music 110 percent. so really either oh they're so good i heard it the like it's just like one piano note and i was like the xx (laughs) (laughs) they're so good you might have to take it from here uh because i did not take notes after (laughs) the xx played um i did i remember they hooked up Basically, okay, so what is Maud's, na- like, name in the movie? Who? Nigel. Nigel, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, uh, um, <coughs> this movie is an hour and 52 minutes of, of uh, Charlie being confused in Romania and Gabby, who's played by Evan Rachel Wood, kind of stringing him along. Um, you can tell she likes him back, but she's got this really crazy, abusive, um, hot to Violet husband named Nigel, played by Mods Nicholson. Um, so after that sex scene, they're kind of like hanging out in Romania, but on the down low. And then Nigel is kind of always in the background. There's a scene where, uh, they wake up the next morning and Charlie is like looking around her apartment, just, you know, kind of hanging out. And he finds a tape, like a VHS tape that has the whatever year, 19 something Cubs on the side of the tape. So he plays it thinking it's going to be a Cubs game. And then he sees Nigel 
with Darko from like a surveillance camera shooting. It looks like just a family eating dinner in a fancy restaurant. And so he, the next clip is just him running through the streets of Romania and he finds Gabby sitting with Nigel at a table outside of a cafe. Yeah. And then instead of like, okay, she's safe. Let's just kind of back away. He goes up to them after Nigel has threatened him like multiple times to, hey, back off, you crazy American. And uh, that is when Nigel really kind of beats him up and tries to shoot him. And Charlie, I think Charlie gets pulled away by police. I can't remember, but I do remember like during this scene, the whole time, like Evan Rachel Wood is like, don't, don't like, don't worry about him. He's super yeah. nothing to me. I love you. Yeah. That was she was too Nigel. But like, yeah, I was just like. But I feel like that's when you start to think like maybe she's not. Like, what's actually happening? Is she still with Nigel? Is this like a layer of abuse we don't know about? Like, what's what's actually going on here? So, uh, he's like a drug lord hitman. So kind of scary, but right. Um, I don't really remember what happens directly after that. This is a great movie podcast. Um, well, I should have taken notes. Hard to keep up. Well, I literally after the XX soundtrack, there's is a blank page. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's just like it's basically cat and mouse between Nigel and Charlie and Charlie and. Yeah. Uh, Gabby, because Gabby, after that incident, Gabby's like, listen, you need to chill out, back off. I'm fine. We can't keep doing this. Um, I'm just going to be with Nigel. And Charlie's like, no, I can't handle it. I'm an American in Romania. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the craziest 24 hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's two hours of my life, Charlie. So don't even worry about it. Um, yeah. So let's just jump to the inevitable ending so spoil mm -hmm. you want to skip it uh skip about three minutes uh into the podcast and you won't get this spoiled for you if you don't care it is called i mean yeah just skip it if you want if not stick with us um mm -hmm. so <clears throat> the point that i remember is nigel gets charlie and he's got him dangling over uh like a body of water Oh, you have something. Go ahead. No, they they used Gabby as bait to get him there. Ah, yeah. So it's not like they were like chasing around or whatever. Okay. Gabby was like, meet me at this dock or whatever, and we'll talk about stuff. Yeah. And he's like, great. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes over there, and then that's when. Yes. Um. <coughs> he sees Nigel in the distance and pees his pants. Pretty much. Um. But this also is a little foggy to me. I watched the movie yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just remember him hanging, and then, like, Nigel gives the gun to Gabby, right? Mm-hmm. And she shoots him. Mm-hmm. She somehow is also a marksman. She's Annie Oakley. Yeah. And only shoots, like, a piece of his shirt. Uh-huh. But then they drop him in the water. Yes. Correct. Okay. Correct. The end of the movie, right? So they drop him in the water, 
and <laughs> the police are around or they see him or whatever and they see mods and they arrest mods and then gabby just looks over like at charlie floating in the water and i guess that says to him oh she did that for me that was a trap for nigel so i'm the winner and then they live happily ever after actually the last scene is them sitting like leaning up against the gate in romania yeah so you just assume that all is well with <laughs> like good job charlie you were in romania for an undetermined amount of time and you won you took down the biggest drug lord <laughs> in bucharest oh and then he's got are you gonna talk about the mom again yeah i was gonna go ahead though it's your yeah no <laughs> oh so the mom comes back to him in a vision and I don't even remember what they said, what they really talked about. And he was like, you know, you weren't, you were a really good mom or whatever. And she was like, okay, well I tried. And she was like, also, what are you doing here? I said, he was like, you said go to Bucharest. And she was like, no, I meant Budapest. I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> oh, Charlie, your mother's so silly. What a ham. Um, what a ham. So Maisie, uh, would you recommend this movie to people? No, I don't think I would either. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, it. It's the second time I've watched it, and I have the <laughs> things I do as I did the first time. I just, it's fine. It's a, it's a. If you really, really like one of the actors, sure, go ahead. Don't watch it for like Aubrey Plaza though. She's literally in it for like two minutes. No, she wasn't in it enough. But if you like Evan Rachel Wood or Shia LaBeouf or Moss Mickelson, give it a whirl. But other than that, don't don't waste your time on it. I listen, Shia. <laughs> Maybe I should just go and watch Holes. So, I think so, because the last movie I saw with Shia LaBeouf in it was Nymphomaniac Part 1 and 2, and if I could never see either one of those movies again in my entire life, or if for some reason I could get temporary amnesia to block those movies out of my mind, I 100% would take it. Oh my god! <laughs> so that was my last Shia LaBeouf movie. Um, That's enough. <laughs> yeah. You never have to worry about that being on this podcast unless... And I'm sure there's, like, some person out there that's like, Lars von Trier, blah, he's great, fine, but I'll never watch him again. There are movies um, that I, I just watch again. I don't want to watch that one again. No. <laughs> Sorry, Shia. That didn't do it for me. No, nope. it was nice to see Moss again, though. You re- yeah. love. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so Hannibal, so he's been, and I'm waiting on a new video oh. Death Stranding, so my life has just been very Moss Mickelson lately. So that I can't complain about. I want to rewatch Hannibal. I rewatched the finale of season two and like cried for hours again. It was so amazing. I love that. Mm. Still my mm-hmm. good show. I never finished season three because. Oh, you didn't? No, I can't accept the ending. Well, <gasps> that it ended. Like I just. I was that way with Parks and Rec. That's fair. Yeah, it's some time. I'm going to finish it this year, but all right. Okay. Now it's time to move on to, in, in my opinion, equally a strange movie. <laughs> Colossal. Um, 2016, directed by 
Nacho Vigilando or Vigilando. Um, it stars Anne Hathaway as Gloria, Jason Sudeikis as Oscar, and Dan Stevens, uh, who plays Tim. I only mention Dan Stevens because he's in a movie called The Guest, which is incredible. Um, there's also the guy from, um, God. Is he, is that the guy from Holes, Pinsky? Yes. Yeah. He's in everything. <laughs> I think Pendensky, that's what it is. I think he's in There's Something About Mary. No, I'm thinking of a different guy. Sorry. I was thinking about the six minute amps guy. Um. <laughs> huh. Um, so I'm gonna oh god. Colossal was Colossal. Colossal was my pick and I was very excited for it. Um but wow. Uh, so, Gloria is an out-of-work party girl who leaves New York and moves back to her hometown after getting kicked out of her apartment by her boyfriend. When news reports surface that a giant creature is destroying uh, Seoul, South Korea, Gloria gradually comes to the realization that she is somehow connected to this far-off phenomenon. Uh, as events begin to spiral out of control, she must figure out why her seemingly insignificant existence is having such a colossal effect on the fate of the world. So... Um, yeah. Wow. Um, my <laughs> note for this movie just says Gloria has dumbass friends. Um, also my only trivia for this movie was that Anne Hathaway was in her second trimester of her pregnancy during this filming. Where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the baby is all obviously not colossal because I had no idea. Wow. Pregnant. Um. She really does have shit friends like the first scene where she wakes up and she's like oh i did it again i'm so sorry uh, i stayed out and partied all night and then her boyfriend's like you should probably leave and like 20 people come in their her boyfriend's apartment and they're all just like sitting down charging their phones they're all trash i don't know why that's like my least favorite thing but anytime a friend in a movie like comes into your friend like just devastated like she gets booted from her boyfriend's apartment, and they've obviously just been, like, hiding. They're like, oh, I thought he would never leave. Ugh. Well, also, she says something, and they totally ignore her. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your outlet in this place? Do you have, like, a battery charger? I just, millennials blow my mind. Um, Trash. They're, like, our age millennials, which is weird. Anyways. Um, mm -hmm. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie starts out, in my opinion, really great. I loved the first half of this movie. I loved the characters. Jason Sudeikis is hands down one of my favorite Saturday Night Live cast members. I think he is consistently on point in acting in everything I see him in. Um, I will say, even as the movie went on, I was scared of him. Yeah, which was odd. I Because... When it first started, I was just like, man, he... <sighs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and spoil this. And the fact that this movie didn't know what it wanted to be. It had 100%. no idea where it was going. It was lost out in Seoul. It didn't know where it wanted to go. Because Jason Sudeikis plays, like, my favorite type of movie character, which is, like, the kind of, like, uh, small town guy that, like, wound up loving the place he resented growing up and like opened a bar and he 
for some reason keeps half of it closed because it's western themed but okay Mm -hmm. i don't understand why Anne hathaway is connected to the kaiju um that's attacking south korea Um, is that the monster is that the name of the monster it's not the name of the monster that's just like what you call like big monster fights like it's big in japan like godzilla is a kaiju okay kaiju yeah um so I will give this movie this is this is one of the most unique concepts I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> so much so I don't think I can appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, um, the, it's hard to go in order in this movie because even though I took notes and watched this movie diligently because I was very excited about it, I, it was all over the place. Um, there's a lot of relationship drama. Um, Anne Hathaway hooks up with one of her friends at the bar that she starts working at when she has to go back to her hometown. And for some reason they discover she's got this nervous tick where she itches the center of her head like a monkey. Um, and the monster does that as well. So that's how they kind of like correlate the two. But then plot twist. Oh, and it only happens when she enters this park. Like the mulch specifically. Yeah. But gets wackier um there was some kind of connection with a thunderstorm that they kind of hit all the way through the movie and when jason sudeikis steps into the mulch a giant robot appears in seoul south korea it kind of seems like one of the rioters had just watched the misfits and was like i think maybe we could do something with this yeah he was like what if we take the misfits but like really what what if like lightning gave you this weird thing that you wouldn't notice until like 30 years later like what if it um so it's actually a pretty dark movie too it deals a lot with like alcohol addiction um which i didn't see coming um Oh, I picked on that up on that instantly. Well, it was like Anne Hathaway was trying to quit drinking at one point in the movie because every time she blacks out, she terrorizes South Korea and kills a lot of people. Um, so then Jason Sudeikis, after he discovers he's the robot, is like, well, I'm going to get drunk and destroy South Korea then. And so then there's a big kaiju battle with them in the park. It only happens at a certain time, too, right? No, any- no I think... Oh. I- I think it's any time because I think it's just them being on that part in the park. Gotcha. Just in case anyone's not following, you're hearing correctly. Yes. Anne Hathaway's character, Gloria, goes to her hometown. She finds an old buddy she saw she hung out with in school or whatever. He owns his own bar. They get drunk. And then she wakes up the next morning and she realizes that she is the monster taking over and destroying soul and uh she goes and tells her friend and he gets jealous that he's not having any fun destroying soul so he stands on the mulch and realizes that he also is a robot not a monster but a robot a giant robot versus monster showdown happens in soul they're on the mulch in the park and uh they can hear like people in the town that they live in like cheering as they're watching the monster and because they're like watching it on live tv because it's happening yeah just just watch it (laughs) this is where we're at (laughs) um because i think he also gets jealous because anne hathaway hooks up with one of the guys at the bar and apparently he feels like she should be hooking up with him 
But then, this is... But he never says it? Yeah, no, never. This is where the movie also takes an even more interesting turn. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it can get more interesting. Not interesting in the monster world. Um, For some reason, Anne Hathaway's boyfriend comes back to the small town. Mm -hmm. Literally just yell at her about having a job. Anne Hathaway gets a job at the bar that her friend owns, Jason Sudeikis. So her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend Tim... Um, comes to her and he's like, oh, you're a waitress? Oh my god, like, you're such trash, this is so dumb, like, you had a great job and then I yelled at you for not having a job, and now you have a job, but it's not good enough. So I don't- And I'm still yelling. <laughs> yeah. And so she, he's like, take me to this bar. So for some reason, she takes her, like, she's like, oh, I gotta go to work. And he's like, well, I'm going too, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then- uh, Jason Sudeikis uh, lights the bar on fire with a bunch of old fireworks he has. After, like, a very calm conversation, he just, like, starts lighting stuff on fire. And you're like, okay, this is, this is what? escalated. Yeah, you're like, okay. This is colossal. <laughs> Literally, it, it's a colossal mess. Um, so, I'm gonna skip through more drama, back and forth drama with Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis as they kaiju battle on the mulch in the park in Seoul, South Korea, too. Um, so, interesting twist. Anne Hathaway's like, oh, uh, Jason Sudeikis makes a threat to her. He's like, at this time tomorrow, I'm going to destroy South Korea, and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, I don't understand how this happens. Maybe it's not a movie you need to look into the specifics into, but for some reason, Anne Hathaway figures out that if she flies to Seoul, South Korea, where the monster is, then the monster will appear in, I think it's New Jersey, where her hometown is, don't quote me on that, um, to the small town to fight actual Jason Sudeikis. In human form. In human form. So the giant monster grabs Jason Sudeikis, real Jason Sudeikis, and essentially, like, throws him for a loop. Throws him, like, into a mountain. And the robot also, in turn, gets thrown. Yeah, she just punts him. Yeah. Literally just throws him into a mountain. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Just skip skip this i don't know um anyways and then at the end of the movie Anne hathaway um goes into a korean bartender crying she's like can i tell you a story and he's like i don't speak english um and that's how the movie ends violet what did you think of the movie i didn't like it <laughs> i hated it yeah i was so disappointed um i didn't I don't know if I'd say I hated it, but I certainly, I would not recommend it at all. Oh, I didn't even talk about, um, let's see. This movie has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. This is shocking, an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 70% on Metacritic. It's also a Hulu staff pick on Hulu. Yeah, it's very well received. Um, there were certain things I... I actually did really like about the movie, but as a whole, it just had no direction. I I have no idea what it was trying to accomplish. I think the whole movie was a very 
um, weird dragged out metaphor for alcoholism. And if you just get your mind right, you can kill Jason Sudeikis and the robot at the same time. At the same time. I just think maybe it was a concept that I personally was not ready to receive, ready to understand. Yeah, because the acting is, I mean, the acting's really good, but the... I think if it was a cartoon show, it would have been great. Yeah. But it's a movie with real people, so I was like, what? Yeah. I don't, surprisingly, uh, this is kind of hard to talk about on this uh, podcast because I feel like we're all here to watch movies together, but honestly, if you skip this one and Charlie Countryman, in my opinion, you're not missing anything. No, you're not. I really did, like, I thought Anne Hathaway, I think this script was way below Anne Hathaway. (laughs) It's almost like it's... She is out of their league, but she did it anyway. Yeah. And um, I wish I would have picked the other movie I was going to pick also starring Anne Hathaway. Don't tell me. Maybe you can pick it. No, uh, something way left field this go round. Oh, I love it. Oh, but I did <laughs> I did love um Jason Sudeikis in this. Like I said, I was very scared of him He's- the whole time. Only only because when he was like lighting the bar on fire when he was his scariest you were like what else could he do yeah he's, like what else is the yeah he's i was very maniac. love that guy real maniac there's another uh really good movie where he doesn't play typical i mean jason sudeikis is always going to be jason sudeikis in a movie with the exception of like masterminds Mm-hmm. but there's another really good uh movie he's in called tumble down where uh i think he's writing a report on this folk singer it's really really good really slow not much happens but mm-hmm. his performance is really good and uh rebecca hall who i love is in it so nice but yeah overall Maisie, i would not recommend either one of the movies <laughs> we watched it so you don't have to that's right we took it for you. So, um, unfortunately, we are winding down to the end of this episode of Streamweavers. I don't have any hot takes this week. Do you have any hot takes? Um, no. I just, yeah, I, I'm kind of glad I watched both of those movies in the same day, so I just got it over with. I started Charlie Countryman on the same day that I watched Colossal, but I did not finish it. But I was just... Yeah, I was like, I can't wait until Violet. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. I, well, it's weird too because they're well-made movies, but they're just not good movies. Yeah, I just don't know what's happening. All right, maybe. and I was sober. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk both of the times. Like when I watched Colossal, I was pretty drunk. And both times I've seen Charlie Countryman, I've been pretty inebriated. So, <laughs> um, so let's wrap this up so I can go get more drunk and watch more movies. Uh, Maisie, what is your pick for the next podcast? Oh, I'm so conflicted. Truly. Um, shit. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to go with, the first wife's club the first which club which is on hulu okay it's with uh bet midler diane keaton and goldie hahn oh wow this is you've never seen this no i've never seen this i've never even Uh, heard of it and i love all three of those women 
Yes. Uh, it's a rom-com. Ooh. It's from 1996, so we're we're branching out. Game on. Game on. I wanted something kind of lighter, something less LSD-ish, and I figure these three glorious women are not going to give me LSD. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows with Goldie? I'm just kidding. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's great at her. Um, I'm excited for your pick. Oh, boy. Um, so I tried so desperately to pick a horror movie but i'm gonna be honest guys it is really hard for me to pick a horror movie that i have not seen 37 times um that i would want to talk about on this podcast i'm also worried because Maisie actually watches a good deal of horror movies so i don't want to put her yeah but here's the thing i usually john is the one that picks them every once in a while but if you don't talk about it i probably won't watch it so okay well, recommend me things. Well, maybe maybe next time I'll get brave and finally pick one. It's hard, too, because I like this podcast because it gets me to watch movies that I normally wouldn't seek out to watch True. on my day off. True. Um, uh, so I picked <laughs> um, a drama uh, starring Stanley Tucci, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Amy Adams, and Meryl Streep. Okay. Uh, I picked 2008's doubt what is it uh doubt it's available on netflix um i'm pretty sure let me double check stanley tucci is in it because i really don't know if i want to pick it if he's not actually it's too late stanley tucci isn't in it but i viola davis is so i'll take one (laughs) i'm so disappointed the tucci gang isn't in it all right i don't know that was odd it said stanley tucci was in it um Ooh. yeah I'm picking Doubt. Um, Woof. It looks pretty intense. Um, it, I'm pretty sure it won Woof. Academy Awards, uh, but obviously Meryl Streep's in it, so. Yes, Queen. Also, it's over 10 years old now. That's kind of insane. Yeah, um, but I have a lot of Amy Adams movies on my list that I want to watch, but I actually I support it. honestly almost pick Zodiac because <laughs> I want to watch Zodiac, uh, but I'm <gasps> my own anyways today. Um, you should. We'll see. We'll see. All right, Maisie. Any last thoughts to wrap up this episode of Streamweavers? No, this the movies kind of sucked, but I still had fun. <laughs> Same. <laughs> experience. <laughs> if you guys want to join along in this experience with us, please uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Streamweavers. Is it Streamweavers Pod or just Streamweavers? Um, that's a great question. Let me check. Hold, please. <laughs> You know, it's like asking what your own phone number is. Truly. How often? It's just Streamweavers. Yeah, okay. Uh, at Streamweavers, you can also uh, email us if you have any suggestions for movies that you want to hear us talk about. Um, literally, we take anything at this point. I mean, we watch Colossal and the Necessary Death of Charlie Countryman, so we are... Also, uh, what's it called? What did we... What was... Deliverance. So, like, there's no... <laughs> True. Um... So please uh, give us a follow on Twitter. I'm on there quite a bit. Um, and I talk about movies that I watch during the week. She's really great at it. So is Maisie. Everything's great. Um, We're out here doing the most. So next week, or over the next two weeks, you can watch Doubt on Netflix and The First Wife's Club on Hulu. All right, guys. This has been Stream Re- Streamweavers. Remember, don't cross the streams. Oh, gross. (laughs) Bye!